Hey, what's going on, world? It's your girl, Simone, and you're yet tuned in to another episode of Bonnets and Durags, a Pillow Talk podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me. He goes by Jeff, a.k.a. Lucaro Kami? Yes. I got it right? Okay, yeah. cool. Um, if you're deep into Twitter, you may or may not have seen him on your timeline <laughs> several times. He's always going viral, and he has a lot to say. So I thought, what better of a way to have him um, more exposed um, on the internet is to have him on my podcast. So welcome. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. So go ahead and tell the people um, who you are, what you've got going on, what you do, and where they can find you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, she told you my at name and my government name. Spell it out. (laughs) Spell the at name out. The at name is L-E-K-U-R-O-K-A. M I. It may seem like a lot, but it's not really that crazy. It's only five syllables. So <laughs> that's it's mostly Japanese, but like le is French. So it translates to the black god. So I just do it like that. So every time somebody asks me, I get to che- teach them a little bit of Japanese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The black god. Okay. Yeah. When did you come up with that? I mean, I've had some like different, I think I've had three Twitter names. My first one was Mr. Sneaker Crazy. Was very young and childish, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I I changed that, um, it, actually because of my friend Reem, he used to get on me because at the point I was rising in Twitter. That's when I was a brand new Twitter nigga, mm-hmm. and I was just coming up the ranks. And he used to be hating. Mm-hmm. To be honest, he's hate on my tweets like, "Yo, you ain't funny. Mm-hmm. You ain't funny though." I'm like, "But they be laughing. I'm not saying I'm funny, but they be laughing." He's like, "But you ain't funny though." So then I changed it to "I ain't funny though," mm-hmm. and then he hated that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was my name for like four years, and then the one after that was rebuked sagacity. And what does that even mean? That was that was way too much. It was just like it. It was just a play on words. It's just only because every time I used to come online and I'd say something like rambunctious, people would basically rebuke me, mm-hmm. and then I'd be like, "Damn, all right, I'm still gonna keep going," mm-hmm. and then. Lakuro Kami. And here we are. Yeah. So how long have you been t- been on Twitter? Um, I think since 2008 or 9. And if I'm not mistaken, you said that you were like super Twitter famous before and then your account got deleted? Like what happened? No, like, um, all right. I was getting in the ranks and then I had reached like 40,000. Mm-hmm. And then it got to the point where it wasn't fun for me anymore because people wanted, like, I would... Sometimes I would be telling jokes, and then sometimes I would talk on serious topics, and I'd go in-depth. And then one day, I got on Twitter, and I'm talking about a serious topic. I don't remember what, but it was something that really mattered. And somebody came in my mentions and say, yo, fuck all that serious shit. Say something funny. <laughs> Damn. I got off of Twitter <laughs> after that. I'm like, I ain't no comedian. I'm not here. I'm not getting paid for this on top of that. Right. I'm not here to entertain anyone but myself. So once I realized like that was like my face, like I was... A comedian, I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. I just got off for like... So you bit. got off when and then... Uh, I think like a year or two and then I came back and then I was real calm and I lost like 30,000 followers. <laughs> I was like, yo, y'all niggas stink. So you went back to 10 and now you're at what? 20. Okay. Slowly building it back up. Yeah. So do you think of yourself as like a Twitter comedian or a Twitter influencer? Nah, I think of myself as myself. I don't. I don't try to like label myself because then... People expect you to only stay in that genre. Mm-hmm. So once you say, "Yeah, I'm a funny nigga," no matter where you go, like, I mean, like, look at look at the Instagram 
like comedians. You think when they go places and they try to talk serious or they want something, so they think everything they say is funny. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be sitting there asking for a size 12 and they can be like, ha, 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 you so funny, my nigga. Yeah. Nah, bro, like, <laughs> back up off me, get my shoes. Yeah, because you have to live in that persona mm-hmm. at all times. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So you're saying that you don't want to um, be in that box and be in that genre. So what are you trying to do to, like, you know, brand yourself? Well, at the moment, just cups and combos. I'm really focused on that. And, um, like, as you know, you know, I like to talk. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to talk on topics just in general. Like, I like to reach people and get into people's minds and just bring the best out of them. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, like, even on my Instagram, I have, um, like, business management and part-time life coach. Mm-hmm. Like a lot Oh, you're of, a part-time life coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What's the best piece of advice that you've given? The best piece, that's a that's a great, I believe every advice I give is the best piece. <laughs> okay. I can't say that because any, any advice I give is tailored to a certain person. Mm-hmm. So after I get to, like, I have one thing about me, I tell everyone, once I get to know you, you can't lie to me. Mm-hmm. So the more information you give about me and the more I listen to you, the more I absorb, the more I read about you and I know you. So then, like, I have friends. When I tell them, yo, I know you, they're like, you don't know me. Get out of here. And they be mad. Mm-hmm. And then they'll come back to me a week or two later, like, like ah, oh, you were right. You was right, my nigga. Like, <laughs> I was front. I was just tight. But I was mad that you got it on point so fast. It took me, like, three years. Mm-hmm. You got it in a week. I'm like, yeah, because, like, I'm listening to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not just like, yeah, oh, that's crazy. Like, I'm not doing that to people, mm-hmm. especially people I, I care about. I want them to succeed. I want like them to be them insight. Yep. Yeah, the best people they could be. So this is a, another reason why I'm so hard on my friends, mm-hmm. because once I tell you something or once you tell me something and I know it's not good for you and you go back to it, I'm coming on. I'm coming down on you like, oh, mm-hmm. like bricks, yo. Cause, so you're in a, a, a friend that holds everyone else accountable. Yeah. I have to. That's perfect. We need more people like you. <laughs> yeah, I try. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, tell us a little bit more about Cups and Convos. Obviously, I know what it is, but <sighs> my listeners may not. And how can they get involved or how can they um, follow that? I know you have some events regarding Cups and Convos. Yes. Cups and Convos, so yeah. Yeah, Cups and Convos is Cups, the letter N, then Convos. It's uh, basically a parliament of sorts. I like to bring everybody to the table and bring... The questions that they need answered, like, just to get them, like, answered, basically. Like, a lot of times, I used to go out with my friends, and then we'd speak to girls, or we'd speak to guys, and then sometimes a hot topic will come up between one of them, and then they'll be like, why do guys, Mm -hmm. and they'll ask us, because they're talking to us, and then it's me, my friend P, and Weez, like, shout out to Weez, he, he would sit there, and he'd he do just like me. He listens. Mm-hmm. That's why me and him get along. Like, we listen to each other. He'll listen to them, divulge all the information he can, and then give a synopsis. So, a lot of times, women will start, like, at 10 when they're speaking on the subject, but when they finish speaking to us, they're at 2. They're mm-hmm. calm. They're like, oh, wow. Like, I wish more guys are like you guys. That are... Yeah, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. So, now it's just like... We figured, like, we we realized there's, a, like, a, a language barrier, not a language barrier, a conversation barrier between people. And it's like, why? Mm-hmm. How do you live, like, 27 years on this earth, 30 years on this earth, and you can't con- converse with another human being? That mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. And then a lot of times 
people want to say what they want to say, but they don't want to piss somebody off or they don't want to make it go too far. Mm-hmm. But if it's regarding you and how you feel, you have to say it. Absolutely. You know, bottle it up. You keep shaking the can. And one day it's going to burst. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's ridiculous. That is pretty much the premise of what bonus and dirac is built on too mm. so i totally get that yeah but y'all be talking about some crazy shit though <laughs> listen man i be like the questions it goes back and forth because like i i'm more of the the intellect like i'll say i'll ask the questions i want deep thought questions mm-hmm. like a lot of the ratchet shit yeah i have a couple of them is mine but most of them is p mm-hmm. he wants to <laughs> fucking ask all the yo i'll be like yeah, so ask this. He'd be like, nah, fuck that. Ask that bitch if she's going to suck some dick. I'd be like, yo, bro. <laughs> like, we know she puts penis in her mouth. She's a grown woman. Yeah. Obviously, she does it. But can we relax? He's like, nah. <laughs> I'm like, <"All> right. <laughs> But we need, like, each part. A balance of both. Yeah, so. so what do you think uh, the audience responds to better? The the deep intellectual questions, the thought-provoking stuff, or the the raunchy ratchet commentary? Well, I feel like they, they, um, for both really, because like even on the confessionals, to be honest with you, the most like controversial question and like widespread viral question we've had was, can your man say no to sex? Mm. And that was actually my question. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I, I, it, it holds something dear to me because it's something I was dealing with for a long time. Every time I talk to women, all of them would have the same answers. But then when I speak to another woman about it, they'd be like... Nah, women not saying that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, they are. They say it to my face all the time. They always say the man can't say no to sex, and that's ridiculous. That's just outrageous. Mm-hmm. How you gonna tell me I can't say no to sex? Mm-hmm. It's like me telling you, you can't say no to sex. You're like, <gasps> everybody, every woman in the room would gasp, call yeah. me a rapist, like call the police on me before I know it. I'm in cuffs. I ain't even do shit. Yeah. Like, nah. Well, I think it's because maybe some women might feel entitled to it. Like, no. oh, I'm a catch. Oh, I look good. No. No. I want some dick. I'm going to get it. No. It should be at my exposal. <laughs> no. Listen, I've been... It's, I mean, it's problematic. And it, it is. And it's borderline rape if you still continue on with it, but... No. You, if you watch the video, a girl said, literally, I will pull down his pants and suck his dick. Damn, that is... No. That is ridiculous. <laughs> you reverse that? Oh, my God. You reverse that? And a girl... What? My shorty says she ain't going to give me no... Yo, I'm going to pull down oh. pants and eat her ass. What? <laughs> <laughs> now you sound crazy yeah right and it's like nah bro like i i've been in situations where girls it's like yo you really not gonna fuck me i'm naked like what i'm like yo you're bugging i told you i wasn't with it mm-hmm. i'm not with it i'm not with it like and they'll have a whole <laughs> attitude getting tight like damn what is <laughs> yo you had me weak i think y'all put out like a psa video yeah what was it hashtag my dick my choice my dick my choice i was yes. crying please tell me how y'all came up with that all right well basically <laughs> during one of my shoots my man's nolan he was um he was talking to girls or whatever in one of the big room episodes i believe mm-hmm. and it was just going back and forth about sex and shit and then basically along the lines of um saying no to sex and he was like yo my dick, my balls, my choice. And then I was like, I pulled him aside. I said, listen, we're going to make a PSA. Mm-hmm. And was he, he in it? Huh? Yeah, was he's, he? in. Okay, he's the first one in it. Okay, He's good. the first one. And he was like, what? I was like, listen, those words moved me. <laughs> and you're right. Because like I said, I've been going through that shit alone uh-huh. all the time. And when he said that, 
it was like it just, it just triggered yeah because like these days like i said i'm all about bringing up my friends and whatever they talk about like now anything you talk to me about i'm gonna help you do it mm-hmm. no matter what it is because a lot of times people come with things in their head and they be like i don't think it's gonna work mm-hmm. but he said that shit he didn't think nothing of it i was like listen we making a psa bro so i produced that and um yeah we just put it out <laughs> <laughs> I can't. And like, I'm lucky I got a, a whole support system of friends. Like, anytime, the way, same way I say, yo, let's do it, they're like, yo, fuck it, we'll help you. So, P was on it. My man Z was on it. And Justin, Ferris Wheeler J, he was on it as well. And like, I don't have to go back and forth with them. Mm-hmm. I can tell them, yo, let's make some water, bro. And they'll be like, what kind of water you want to make? Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't have to, like, convince anyone to do anything. Yeah. Speaking of support from friends, how important is it to you to have, like, a close circle or a group of people who are on your side? And how do you create that, like, supportive network? Well, for me, if I want to support you, I'm going to support you mm-hmm. 100% from the jump. And I tell people, like, like even the other day, I was actually ranting about it's so hard for me to find like a female friend mm-hmm. like it's just extremely hard like i like i not you know like i love my niggas there is no way around that those are my niggas but sometimes i want to be around a woman mm-hmm. not a woman that i'm putting my dick in her mouth like a woman mind you you can have a girlfriend but that's your friend and that's your girlfriend and that's your support system whatever the fuck but sometimes i want something separate from that like a chill female friend like a platonic yeah friendship. like okay. i can like say yo like, I don't even be getting my nails done like that. Like, mm-hmm. I always just cut them with a nail clipper. But I'd like to have a female friend. All right, go get my nails done with her. I right, go chill, get something to eat with her. Nothing sexual, nothing crazy. If I want to try something, and maybe I ain't, I don't want to go, like, I don't want to go there with my niggas. Mm-hmm. I want to go there with a girl. Well, I can't have a female friend that's not trying to fuck me. Do you think that men and women can have a platonic yes, friendship? Yes, I believe it. And Have I be- you had that? Yes, I have. Do you have it still? Mm, yes. Yes. Why were you hesitant? No, because like I said, they're distant. They're not there. They're like okay. so inconsistent. Do you think it's because maybe they have caught feelings for you or they're catching feelings so they try to distance themselves? No, I have I have my theory. Sometimes that being be the case. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind that as long as you tell me. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be my friend. Why you can't talk to me about it? Yeah, but isn't that off-putting for you? Like, cause no. you want it to just be... If you Okay, so you're telling me that you can have a platonic friendship with a woman who explicitly told you, hey, you know, I think you're kind of cute. Like, no, no, I'm they didn't start you. like that. It didn't start like that. See, there's a okay. difference. Is is I always tell people, I believe in dynamics. Mm-hmm. How we start our relationship is... How, like that's our dynamic so if you started your dynamic with me as a friend and you move it some a little bit extra cool but you we have to speak about it first so now if you're saying you're catching feelings i'm gonna ask you why mm-hmm. what am i doing that's like making you catch feelings we need to speak on this we need to like get past it or let, at least let you acknowledge it so that way maybe the next time you run into a man you may find attractive you don't try to lead him on with friendship but and, I- it, and then like Oh, yeah, try to sneak some pussy in there. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, how can you move forward from the, hey, okay, I'm telling you, I'm feeling you. What can we do from here? And you're like, eh, you know, I just see us as being friends. But I've done How it. can you come back from that? I've you might it. be able to, I, but can she? She needs to learn how to. This is the world. We deal with other people every single day. You need to learn how to adapt. But now you're not uncomfortable knowing in the back of her mind she was feeling you. No. You technically curved her? No. Hmm. Why should I? 
because like I said, I've dealt with it. I've I've met women that I was friends with, then I started feeling them or shit, niggas I know, they dealing with a girl and I started feeling her. I tell my nigga, listen, if you fuck up. <laughs> no, you don't snatch up. I've done that. No, I've said it. I've said it. I said, listen, my nigga, you my bro. Mm-hmm. But if you fuck that up, I'm taking that. Mm-hmm. And they be like, what? I be like, listen, I'm being real with you. I will never snipe you or never fuck up on your back. Why would you tell him that, Because though? I need to be honest with myself. Once I acknowledge that but shit. But keep that shit to yourself. Why? Why? Why are you telling your friend, yo, I'm feeling your shorty, and if you mess that up, I'm coming in for the snatch? No, because a lot of times, because a lot of times, you know why? Because a lot of times, a nigga would be dealing with a girl, and he'd be like, yo, she fire, right? Yo, look at these pictures she sent me. And a lot of times, it'd be before they, they like cuffed up oh, so it'd be man. like yo look at this look at that yo so you're saying you do it in the pre-stages you don't do it when they're like cuffed no, and they're in a relationship no, and you're no, like no. if i just come I'm out plotting. of nowhere yeah if, I'm, <laughs> if i if i meet you like or meet her like in the beginning of your relationship or like y'all was just talking or whatever the fuck yeah i'll say that shit but i ain't gonna come to you to your seven-year girlfriend like if you fuck up my nigga <laughs> no 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 no. i'm not doing that no no it's just like because my niggas or men in general, sometimes, they'll have a roster. Mm. So if you got a roster, I could talk about one of the bitches in your roster. Mm-hmm. It's not another Why? Because they're completely off limits? It's not that... No. The girlfriend is off limits. If you if you have a whole roster, if you have seven bitches, you can't kill me for talking about <laughs> one of them. That's crazy. That's crazy. You can't do that. I'm going to sit there and be like, listen, number six look mad good, bro. And you like, yo, what? <laughs> yo, don't disrespect me like that, bro. Like, come on, son. the fuck out of here. You're blunt as fuck. Yeah, but <laughs> it has to be that way because this is how I keep myself sane. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we have things in our heads, we don't say it, and then it turns from small to big because mm-hmm. we keep, it's like every time we're alone, that little voice just gets a little bit louder. Mm-hmm. A little bit You're louder. bottling it up. Yeah, I don't do that. Have you ever um, had a situation where like your friend like slept with your girl or anything like that? Never. Never? Never. Oh. I've only had situations where... One of my roster was approached by one of my friends, and then, like, that was it. Like, and how did you handle that? I I got caught in the middle. I didn't want to be in that shit, and I told them both. I said, listen, y'all got that as far as y'all got already. Why y'all talking to me? Yeah. Because, quote, unquote. So, were they asking you for permission? Like, mm-hmm. oh, is it okay? Yeah, basically. Oh. And it was like, <laughs> y'all are grown-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> and I told her the same shit. I said, listen, you were grown. You are not my girl. Mm-hmm. So, and you chose up. You... You add it on to your roster, which is fine. Because when you're single, you can do whatever you want, mm-hmm. just like I can. But your one mistake is one of my niggas. So now you got to do what you got to do. And she's on telling me, nah, tell me not to talk to him. Tell me not to talk to him. What? No. What? I'm not going to tell you to do nothing. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to, you got to do what you want to do. This is a choice you got to make on your own. Because, yeah, I could easily say, yeah, stop fucking with him. Come over later. Come get some dick. Mm-hmm. She would have did it. But I don't want that. I want someone who's there for me, who's going to make the right decisions concerning them for me mm-hmm. or for us, if that's what you want at the end of the day. So how I got to make decisions for us? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, I feel you. So um, I have a question. How do you define dating? <laughs> dating. It's like, it's so big because there's so many different names for it. Yeah. It's a huge spectrum. At least for me, when I think of dating, I think of somebody that it's like the pre-relationship kind of thing. Like you're, there's like that, 
that commitment to that one person. Mm-hmm. Um, you're dating, you're going on multiple dates, you're seeing each other. And it's with the intent of being in a relationship. But people also think of dating as like, oh, you're courting multiple people and you're in the dating scene, but you're not committed to one person. Yeah, no, so it's uh, it's subjective. but it's, it, it's the probation period. It's the probation period. It's the probation period. So then it's what like, is the talking stage then? What is talking? That's not probationary too? Not really. Because you can, I can talk to anyone. I can talk. Like, literally, words come out my mouth and I can talk to you. <laughs> you know what I mean. No, but you got to you, you understand. A lot of times people go back and forth with courting and dating and this and that. Third. It's like, yo, they don't even know what the words mean half of the time. So it's like, yo, if you want to, like, deal with someone, go ahead. But mm-hmm. if I'm just talking to you, like, I just met you, like... If I just bag you in the club on Saturday and I talk to you on Monday and Tuesday and then after that there was no nothing, you can't tell girls you used to talk to me. Okay. That doesn't make sense. So then the talking comes from you guys being going on dates. No, the thing is people use the wrong words to describe their situation. So how would you describe that then? Which which one? So the situation of you met Shorty on Monday on Saturday and you're talking Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I just bagged her. Okay, so you bagged her. Now say y'all go on a date on Wednesday. Okay. And then you go on a date on Saturday. And mm-hmm. then you keep continually go on dates. Yeah, then what is that? Yeah, we're dating. You're dating. Yeah. Is that is there exclusivity with that? And that's something you need to have a discussion about when you start. Even the first date, what do you want? Mm-hmm. What do you want? A lot of times, everyone doesn't ask the right question. You, you ask the right questions, you get the right answers. So when I meet up with a chick... We vibing, whatever. I'm going to pull it to, yo, what are you looking for mm-hmm. right now? That's it. What are you looking for right now? And a lot of times, they don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe like. They're like, oh, just do me. Yeah, I'm, I'm just concentrating on myself. I mean, you but know, y'all I got, do that too. I, got, I can't y'all speak for y'all. Thing. I can't speak for okay. y'all. <laughs> I can only speak for me. There's no y'all. Because a lot of times, even with, even with men. I say, I don't speak for men. I can't speak for all men. Mm-hmm. I can speak for myself. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, there'll be moments. If you ask me why do men do things, I can give you my own opinion. <laughs> okay. But, nah, man, like, girls be wilding. They'll say, oh, yeah, I'm only concentrating on me. I don't got time for a man. Mm-hmm. Or even when you ringing their phone down trying to reach them, I'm busy, I'm this and the third. And as soon as you hit their cervix, they got all the time in the world. <laughs> They got yo. all the fucking time in the world. They start pulling up. Yo, it'd be three o'clock in the morning. Y'all come over. <laughs> they got work at eight. They're still coming over. Mm-hmm. Like every day they want to see you. Like they'll call out of work. They'll miss all right. appointments with their friends. What? All right. <laughs> Shit. Uh-huh. I, you must have the juice then if that's mm, the case. Listen, it's just, I'm just saying. I'm not mm. calling out of work for no dick. <laughs> yo. I'm sorry. It is what it is. It's either, it's either, because <laughs> it's like, yo, when, when it comes to women, from my experience, I feel like women women want penis more than men want a vagina. Like, y'all want You sex. think so? I know so. How? What do you mean? Please how? explain. First off, y'all are mad horny all the time. And, y'all, and you're not? Men are horny, but women are on another level. First off, you you don't see like even when we have sex, like a man could bust maybe two, maybe three nuts. A woman, she's gonna bust like seventy, and still be like, I want another round. (laughs) 
Uh, y'all savages. Uh-huh. Once that is brought out of you, once you're exposed and you feel like you feel comfortable to be this barbarian. Well, maybe it's because it's the buildup of not having great sex before. Yeah, but then it continues. It keeps going. It keeps going. It doesn't and stop. y'all are tired because... It, it, yo, we be tired. And, and <laughs> it gets... First off, it hurts. It's different for men. Once we start nothing mad times, it can hurt us. Mm-hmm. Like, it really starts to like... It's too much. So we got to relax. Oh, no. I want more sex. <laughs> like, yo, bro, I'm tired. What you do? What don't you understand? But no, yeah. We well, if y'all are pleasing us in more ways than one, yeah. then it wouldn't be a problem. Exactly. So. No, I got you. Yeah. I'm just saying. Y'all hornier than men. Y'all <laughs> Whatever. Are. Y'all are. Y'all just, y'all, y'all, y'all control it much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we do. Self-control is very, very important. But don't act like you don't be plotting either. So. I, I plot. That doesn't mean I'm always on it. Like I can, you can walk down the street and I plot on you. That doesn't mean I'm gonna run down on you all the time. Because <laughs> I, I don't do that. I don't run down on women on the street. Mm-hmm. Not like that. Hell no. Because I don't know what you're going through today. Could have been a bad day. Could be on your period. Your side nigga acting up. I don't. I'm not trying to get in the middle of that. And then I gotta look stupid. Have you been a side nigga? Yeah. Would you rather be a side nigga or be in a relationship or be the main nigga? First off, this is like the, the side nigga holds so many benefits. I knew. Okay. It, the, I didn't. Carry I didn't on. agree to anything. I just said the side nigga holds a lot of okay. benefits. Yeah, please. B- but please tell. Or the side nigga benefits? Yeah. What are the side? I don't nigga gotta benefits? talk to you. I can call you up, dick in your mouth. I can tell you, bring you some food. You and this dick in mouth. I always call it out. Because <laughs> you just got to get the picture. Just <laughs> right in your mouth. But um, I could, I could basically like be on you quick. I don't have to ask you about your day. I don't have to worry about like anything. Just it's our dynamic is sex. Mm-hmm. I don't got to take you out. I'm going to spend money on you. Like you happy because you're getting the right dick. So you're bringing food. You're bringing me my candy. Like my gummy bears and mm. shit. Like you stock in my crib and <laughs> hand fucking me and then you go home after. Like I don't gotta bother, I don't gotta do nothing. That's cool. But obviously being in a relationship has its perks too. You know, she's there for you emotionally. She's there for you, like just to help you be the man you're supposed to be on top of the good sex mm-hmm. and then, you know, future, kids, all that good shit. But as far as I go, like it's so hard to get into a relationship with me. Why? Because I I need to know without a shadow of a doubt that I can trust you. And you don't feel like you get that from a lot of women you encounter? Of course not. Of course not. I remember dealing with a girl and I was fiending. For, I was lusting after her for years. I used to talk to her on AIM all the time. Mm-hmm. Every day. <laughs> and she always got a boyfriend. But I just still used to talk to her. No sexual innuendos. Just making sure she's good. Mm-hmm. And then one day, she was just like, we should hang out. I was like, hey, cool. So we hung out. And then make started making out and shit. And she was like, I got to stop. I'm like, what? Because we was literally about to have sex. She's like, I still got a boyfriend. I'm like, how you still got your boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Why'd you come and chill with me if you got your boyfriend? Like, that's crazy. She's like, but I'm about to break up with him. And I'm like... Yo, y'all women is crazy. Don't do the y'all. I'm, if I can't do y'all, I, no, you can't either. I'm going to do y'all because you're not y'all, right? <laughs> I'm not. Exactly. So sit with me on the me bench. Like, <laughs> don't don't go over there to y'all. Don't say I'm not y'all because <laughs> if I say, if I say, yo, I hate pedophiles, you ain't going to stand up for pedophiles, are you? I'm not. All right. So why are you worried if I 
bash pedophile. Because you're not a pedophile. So if it, if it don't if it don't apply, let it fly. All always. right, that's gonna be the theme for the rest yeah, of the night. If always. it don't apply, let, let it, it fly. fly. So now, yeah, she came over. I'm like, I'm kind of confused. I thought she came over because like that was over with. Because I'm not checking in. I'm not the nigga checking in every like other month. Still got a boyfriend. Uh huh. I'm not that nigga. So I'm just gonna talk to you. So I'm like, yo, you still got a man? Like, that's crazy. He's like, I'm, yeah, I was just about to break up with him. But if you say I'm your girlfriend right now, we could have sex. I said, oh, nah. How old are you? We was like, what, 20? 20? 22? Like, yeah. She, I, with this logic? She, that's her. You talking about <laughs> us. That was her bullshit. I was like, yo. I thought this was, like, you guys were like 14, 15. Nah, she, she swung that shit on me what? late in life. I'm like, yo, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I, I wanted to love you for how long? And you over here kicking this bullshit. Because I don't believe in getting coerced into sex. That's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. So... She's like, well, I'm like, her clothes are like, he's like, yo, so you really not going to fuck me? I said, nope. Hmm. Nope. Because you're not going to tell me, I got to tell you, oh, be my boyfriend, and then you got to have sex with me. Mm-hmm. No, that's a dub. That's She's a like, I only have sex with dudes that are my boyfriend, so we ain't having sex. Yeah. And she got tight. See, that's another time. Can't, I'm not supposed to be saying no to sex. Like, she got mad, stormed out the crib. This and that. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Just because I got self-respect, you violating me? Like, <laughs> come on, ma. And then the next week, she was back. Sex. Like, I didn't have to. Oh, she, she broke yeah, up with she her boyfriend. Came. Yeah. And then, but then the following week, it didn't matter if you called her your girlfriend. Like, she still was ready. No, she was still trying to be my girlfriend. But but what I'm saying is, like, you didn't have to say the magic words. Oh, no, hell you're no. You're my girlfriend. No. To, oh, I, okay. I, I don't. I don't bend. Hmm. I don't break. Hmm. No damn firm okay so what are some of your beliefs then what's like a what's a deal breaker for you what's something that you like truly believe in like when it comes to women or just in general um one side could be women and the other side could be in general i believe it just expands all of them trust i believe actually trust and respect i would say give me respect before love Mm -hmm. because if you love me you could go out and disrespect me but if you respect me you're not gonna disrespect me mm-hmm. period whether you love me or not mm-hmm. so if i got a girlfriend and she just loves me yeah she could be out doing her thing like non-stop but if she respect me as soon as she even feels something coming close to her lower body slapping them hands <laughs> like yo move like what are you doing like no i have a man that i love and trust that's it and you don't think enough women do that no because enough times you go to the club, you see a group of women dancing in front of somebody's section so they could get in, you know what I mean? Like, they, they bait themselves. Mm. And once they get in the section, niggas' hands be on their lower bodies, their lower extremities. They be slapping their ass while they twerking. All types of weird shit. And it's like, yo, you have a man. But they're like, oh, I'm just having fun. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about that situation? Um, I think there was a video that went viral on Twitter where the woman was like in Miami and she was twerking in front of this guy and he was slapping her ass and he caught it on video. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that went viral. And then her response to him or DM to him was like, oh, can you please take that down? And he was like, nah, I posted it. Yeah, but, but But look at what she did. Can you please take that down? That's an admission of guilt. But she has the right to ask for it to be taken uh, down. Doesn't but, mean it's guilt. No. All she had to do in that video, once the first slap, even the second had slapped, she could have popped up. But she might have been drunk. Like, 
Listen. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anybody slaps your ass. I'm talking about you now. Okay. You don't know. What do you mean? You when you drunk? I'm, all right. I'm, no, it's not. All right then. <laughs> like no. When I'm drunk, nobody can slap my ass either. So yeah. why can somebody slap your ass when you're drunk? Yeah. That's crazy talk. That means every time you are under influence, I need to be worried. I need to be worried. Like I said, trust. I don't need to be thinking in my crib. I hope this bitch not getting drunk, son. She gonna have mad niggas slapping her ass, <laughs> B. Oh my God, son. No. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. And it brings it back to trust. So. Yeah. So I gotta trust you. You gotta trust me. Like, like why? Can, how can it be that I can? We can always just blame stuff on alcohol like that. When I get smacked. The most is, it's like, I tell the truth, but I tell the truth at another level. So it's like, even that red bar when you're not supposed to say, like, certain things for real, for real. All right, yeah, I'll say them because the alcohol, cool. But I'm not out here wilding and disrespecting people, like, on purpose. Mm -hmm. No. I'm not out here just having sex with random people and not protecting myself and all sorts of weird shit just because I'm drunk. No, thank you. So I don't want... A woman that's out here doing things like that. Like, I had a girlfriend and her friend, every time she got smacked, you had to watch her. Mm. She'd be making out with a random dude. She disappeared with a random nigga. The last time we actually hung out, this little Indian nigga was actually just taking her out the cri- like the club. And she's like, ah, she's going with him. Mm-hmm. She ended up in the back of his trunk. Like, you never know. Oh, my god! You never know. And I, I'm sitting there, I'm drinking my drink. I said, I told my, once I see my girl, I said, listen, the home girl about to get kidnapped. And she's like, what? I was like, yeah, she, he's going out the door right now. And then they all ran and got her. And I'm like, Some, Yo, that's yeah. wild. If she don't love her life, she going to lose it. That's, that's what I used to tell my friends. Like, if she don't love her life, she going to lose it. Because we ain't going to always be there. Like, imagine if I didn't come that night. They would have just all been like, oh, where is she? Where is she? Mm-hmm. She gone. Ghost. They could have never saw again after that. That's scary as fuck. Mm. that's a generation of alcoholics man it's not even just about that though it's about the safety of women though that too but you don't see that we really do have a generation of alcoholics at this point alcoholics and drug addicts yeah yeah Yeah. like that shit is glorified and promoted wild crazy mind you i'm not against the consumption of alcohol but some people just be violent Mm -hmm. bugging the fuck out for what Speaking of the glorification of like drugs and alcohol, how do you feel about the Bill Cosby case and him getting charged? Three counts. Listen. 30 years. If he did all that shit, which they said he did, he could rot in hell. Like, Mm -hmm. if you out here poisoning women, like, just to have your way, mind you, he was Bill Cosby. Mm -hmm. He wasn't. No Aegis Elba, but he could get bitches back then. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, <laughs> there was no issue. Everybody knew he had money. He owned mad shit. There was no reason. Like, people like that are sick because they get, they don't get off on the sex. They get off on the fact that you're, like, that fucked up. That they can take up. advantage yeah, of you. Like, mm-hmm. that, that you're just out of it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's sick. Mm-hmm. That's sick, and he has family. He wouldn't want nobody to do that to them. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think I don't know if he has daughters. And shit. Yeah, he does. So his, imagine um, his daughter actually died. I think last month. So imagine if somebody did that to his daughter, he'd be irate. Yeah. Like he'd be crazy. So I know why but are you it, just doing that to people? I always wonder if they even think about that. Like, no, 
because they're so sick. Yeah. It's so fucking delusional that they think like, yo, this is how it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. So you stock up on all these pills and then every time somebody come in and say, would you like a drink? Mm-hmm. Put that shit in their shit and just be waiting. <laughs> now you got to imagine. It's like a predator. Yeah. After they didn't, they didn't set the bait. And then you took it, now they just watching. Now they watching and waiting. They're yeah. waiting. They're waiting for you to get woozy. And while you get woozy, they're getting turned on. Yeah. That's no, no it's, it's wow. sickening. Mm-mm. That's why I won't accept drinks from men, especially like they go ahead and get it and I'm not with them. Sure. Like, it's the same reason like I used to say that in um for DR. Like I never been, but I used to always hear stories about um how dangerous it is it is off the resort mm-hmm. and i've heard that too yeah yeah and i was like i used to tell my boy because he wanted to go because he's fiend see some fat ass <laughs> dominicans or whatever and i was like i could never trust you alone i like even if i ordered a drink i'm ordering a bottle i don't want them to make me drink give me the bottle i want to get it straight from the bottle i don't want no drinks you never know the bartender could be in on it take you up to the room all of a sudden, you end up in a a, a damn ice bath. Mm-hmm. With your kidneys taking mm-hmm. all types of shit. I'm not wild taking shit. Yeah, I I, I be thinking the most. So, so yeah, I'm not with it. Uh, speaking of more problematicness, mm-hmm. um, so I know that you said that you weren't on Twitter today, but a lot of has happened, and I'm actually a little disappointed that you weren't. I should have told you to log on earlier. Yeah, like, you should hit me. I didn't even realize. I just was like, oh, he's a Twitter nigga. He's obviously nope, going to no, be I'm on and giving his Twitter two nigga. I am a sense. man on Twitter now. You're a man on Twitter. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, I used to be a very that's very indulged in twitter and yes i used to claim to be a twitter nigga i'm not one now got it you're a reformed twitter yeah, nigga. i just use it so there was a um there were two trending well everything was trending today but two things that stand out to me the most the hashtag mute r kelly so obviously i'm pretty sure you're aware of what's oh, yeah. going on how his like manager and publicist and his whole camp like just decided to back out on him mm-hmm. but they had the um hashtag mute r kelly situation because people are trying to um, influence corporations to like pull their sponsorships, pull any like, you know, any of the music that they use for him or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And so with that being said, like, how do you feel about cancel culture? Because last week I had tweeted something about like, you know, we're so quick to cancel people. Um, and we should, and this is totally unrelated to that situation, but just given the context of the tweet, um, we're so quick to cancel people, but you know, in our society, we actually grow from hearing the opinions of others. Mm-hmm. In that case, I actually was referring to the, the fact that everyone was so quick to cancel Daniel Caesar, but still using that concept of canceling culture and call out culture. How do you feel about that? And how, like, do you think that we should be canceling R. Kelly and Bill Cosby and Daniel Caesar and Sabrina Claudio and all these people who have been problematic in our in our culture um, for the things that they've said? And Kanye West, can't forget about Kanye West, um, for all the things that they've son, said and done in the past. And can we separate the artist from the human? Okay. That's so it's a, it's a loaded question. It is, it is. I'll just give you examples. Like, mm-hmm. for me... I remember when the Chris Brown Rihanna situation happened, mm-hmm. and even to this day, people hold that against him and whatnot. But I remember when it happened, I used to say, "Yo, I hate Chris Brown for what he did." But I, at the same time, I didn't even know the whole story. Mm-hmm. But I love his music. I still do. Like his last album, album was fire. Water is my favorite shit, and on me, mm-hmm. favorite shit. But um, yeah, like I'm not gonna. And then I learned the whole story. Mm-hmm. And I even said it. 
Like, if I was driving and some girl's trying to punch me in my face and kick me, I'm going to whoop her ass, too. Because we about to die. Why are you trying to kill us? Kill yourself. Don't kill us. <laughs> God, Jeff. Kill yourself. Because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Why are you trying to punch me while I'm driving? Okay, I understand that. But, but, he, but, but he still stepped out the car and still proceeded to beat his her ass. No, that's, that's when she... T- First off, the only reason why he stepped out of the car is because she grabbed the keys and threw him out the window while he was driving. He had to stop, go look for him. And while he was looking for him, she was yelling rape mm. out the window. Somebody help me. This man's trying to rape me. That's so that whole situation is just yeah that was up. yeah it was messed up yeah so once I heard it, I'm like damn that's nuts I'd have been tight too so he probably went to the car and it was trying to calm him down and then more fist fighting and all this stuff happened mm-hmm. they were fighting they're fighting it's different if somebody's beating on you and you protecting yourself but if y'all fighting men can kill I mean women can kill men mm-hmm. she could have punched him in his temple and then just hit the wheel and just like that was it mm-hmm. you never know. So you can't keep your keep your hands to yourself. Everybody gotta keep their hands. To yeah, themselves. that's really what it boils down. to. Everybody keep their hands to themselves. Yeah. But as far as it, like canceling goes, which I was saying earlier, like I, I was about to make a video and I didn't. Like everybody got all this energy and all this animosity to cancel everybody, but the poison in their own lives. Exactly. You want to cancel? You, you want to cancel these celebrities mad quick? Oh, cancel this! Cancel the can- What about that nigga that's been bothering you <laughs> right. for the last eight months? He <laughs> right. hasn't let you. Like breathe. Every time you try to let him go, he's he comes back harder. Mm-hmm. Like you ain't canceling them. Yeah, though. you ain't canceling him. You, you ain't, ain't canceling them problematic friends. Yeah, the nasty friends, the nasty mm-hmm. friends who just all their advice. Just fuck that nigga. Let's just go get some mo niggas or let's mm-hmm. just go do some some thought shit. Like that's all <laughs> they want to do. That's all they want to do. But they don't cancel everybody else. They want to cancel everybody else but the problematic people in their own lives. Yeah. So. Like you said, with that, the cancel culture is just like, it's mad crazy. Like, it, if the person did what they said or they're accused of or they're actually tried in court of doing and they're guilty, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be honest with you. Like, if you're talking about the past, like, even though the new shit with R. Kelly just happened with that mansion and the slave stuff, mm-hmm. he still did what he did with that 14-year-old, yep. like, how long ago? And he came out with songs after that, and we was all bumping. And everyone was still bumping. Yeah, and we were still stepping in the name of love. Yeah, like. all, that, all that stuff. And then when it came up again, now everybody's like, nah, don't listen. Music is art. Mm-hmm. So it's the same way if somebody paints a mural, and then they're a rapist. You can burn all the art. Nope. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. So. Some people say they would go the extreme to do so, though. Because then, because I, like, with me personally, um, when the whole Kanye West, Kanye West shit was happening, um, I was saying, like, I can cancel the human being. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't subject to this whole, oh, I'm canceling him or her, whatever. Mm. If I do say it, I'm joking. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, I can separate the artist from yeah, the person because too. I don't have to support the individual and their mindset exactly. i don't have to adhere to their their mentality but if i like their work if i and like me listening to the work to me isn't an issue but then you'll have people who will say oh well you're still supporting them by giving them streams and streams equals revenue and all this stuff but then at the end of the day if that project is heat i'm tuning into that you shit got like to. You got it's, to. It, like it's, that's not like enough said, for me to it's art it's art it's just when you were saying that it popped in my head um you know, Law and Order, SVU. Mm-hmm. 
did you hear what happened with like one of the main producers for the last like 15 years? No, I didn't. Yeah, he, he had child porn in his computer. Oh. So you got to imagine all wow. those episodes. The, I was just about to say. All those that's episodes. That's the basis of the show. All those episodes could have been influenced by his sick fantasies. Wow. So now you love that show. You're going to be like, oh, it's canceled. Right. No, you're not. No. No, Are we not. pulling it off TNT in no, USA? Not. No, it's still on. NBC, it's still going. It's still going, it's still still going, going. strong. They're not going to pull it. They're not going to cancel it. <sighs> Even though those past episodes could have been infected yeah. by this man. That's disgusting. But that's what I'm saying. There's certain things you can't just like, you can't just be up to quick to be like, oh, it's over. It's over. It's over. No. Yeah. No. This is why I wish you were on Twitter because I would love to ask you why um, some black men today felt the need or black people, I shouldn't even generalize black men, why some black people felt the need to cancel Issa Rae today. And I know that I gave you like a quick synopsis um, before we started the episode. Um, today, somebody on Twitter found an excerpt from her old book, The um, Awkward, Awkward Black Girl, and they pulled out the chapter titled Black Women uh, Should Date Asian Men. And I'm going to read something from it real quick so you can get some context. Okay. Um, black women and Asian men are at the bottom of the dating poll in the United States. Yes, it's true. After many discussions and several observations, the years over the years, I've decided that this is the case and said as much as early as 2010. Um, if dating were an assortment of Hollywood, Hollywood candy, black women and Asian men would be the Tootsie Rolls and candy corn, the last to be eaten, if even at all. And if you like Tootsie Rolls and candy corn, it is a fact that you've, you have dated, would date an Asian man slash black woman. But why is this? Why will over 45% of educated black women never get married? Why are Asian men so high in supply, but so low in demand? I can offer a few explanations and guesses based on snippets of conversation, credible news sources, and Steve Harvey. Um, and then I'll just read the quick excerpt that was highlighted that everyone had an issue with. So... She said, this is why I propose that black women and Asian men join forces in love and marriage and procreation. Educated black women, what better, uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, what better intellectual match for you than an Asian man? And I'm not talking about Filipinos. They're the blacks of Asians, blah, blah, whatever. So before this, she was going on to say that black women are highly educated in um, that there aren't very many suitable partners and um, people are left to believe that the suitable partners she's referring to are black men. Um, so, well, one thing, this book was based on entire satire. Issa Rae is a comedian, comedian. So this is her jokingly saying this. Obviously, every joke has a little bit of smoke behind it. Yeah. Um, and she's pulling stats and data from wherever sources that she had stated. But the issue is, People on Twitter were like, oh, we're canceling Issa Rae. She said that black women should date Asian men. What about black men? All oh, this is crazy. All this stuff. And so, you know, me being a Twitter troll, like I like doing sometimes, I said <laughs> black men. So black men don't want us, but they don't want anyone else to have us. Is that the case? Obviously, I was making a uh, <laughs> generalization. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, the reason why I did that is because that was the summation of the, the conversation on Twitter. All you saw were were hurt black men, and the thing. But the thing is, though, like how you said, if it don't, what did you say? If it doesn't fly to you, don't apply it. <laughs> so if there's black men, if it doesn't, if it doesn't apply, ahead. let it fly. If it doesn't apply, let it fly. So if it doesn't apply, let it fly. Yes. So if that's the case, if you are a black man 
who loves black women and you support black women and you cape for black women and you are attracted for bl- attracted to black women why is it an issue that we have preferences say Issa Rae's particular preference was oh I'm going to date an Asian man because I want to advance in my in my life and in my career I feel like he can give me um I don't know like a he can give me a better a better s- space in society per se so if that's her preference why is it an issue because black women don't come at black men for their pre- well I'm not gonna say all of them uh-huh. I'll take it back I'm not gonna say all of them because I know some do but it's unfortunate that those, the mm. some of them that do that ring out black men for their preferences make it bad for the rest of us. It's like that episode that um, aired a couple of weeks ago with Atlanta, where Donald Glover did an extreme over exaggeration of how black women react to um, and I got black for men. That. See- what? I got for you for saying that. that was over an exaggeration? I got I got bashed because I didn't like the way that was portrayed. No, I, it, I was feel it was terrible. Way too much. It was way too and, much. And I was getting bashed by black women for being mad that <laughs> it was an over exaggeration. The thing is, people were caping for the show because black show, yeah. And they're like, "Oh, it's not that serious." It is serious. It is. And I was saying because um, I probably look it up, but the title was like, "Damn, you know, you know." White people probably gonna see this and think like all black women are like this, and they're like, "Oh, you really care what white people think?" <laughs> like what? This is the same reason why when you go to a job, you're like, "Hello, how are you doing?" Exactly. Yes, my exactly. name is Jermaine. Like you're mad, you're mad uptight, and you're changing your voice and you act, you acting completely different. Yeah. When you go there, why? It's not because you care. It's because this is sadly this is a social norm. Mm-hmm. So you have to. You have this is. This is what's considered normal. Like, if you don't do it like this, they're not going to hire you. They're not going to fuck with you. They're mm-hmm. not gonna... So, I just don't want more white people getting just infected with that kind of train of thought, even if they didn't before. So, I just felt like it was OD because she could have been jealous. She could have been a little bit salty because she got he got uh, the white woman got her black king. Mm-hmm. That's that's fine. But she was old. The way that she was projecting it, that is not how it happens in real life. Yeah, and then the girl and then the girl says like so much nice and maybe I supported him. Yeah. Maybe I was there for him. And then she gonna say, Oh Well, I don't have time for I that. don't have time. That's the part that I pissed like, me off. Yo. I was like, wait a minute, because like, I guess she was talking about something like, Oh, I put like I was there for him while he was in theater yeah. camp. And she mm-hmm. was like, Well, I don't have no time to wait for no man yeah. to be in theater camp and make some money. So, so, now so it's like, well then all right, then what is it? Like yeah, you either want to sit here and support him and be there for him in the beginning or you're going to wait for the finished product but then the finished product is there and it's glorious and you're upset they are that too busy. someone They're else busy. chose him these women are too busy trying to laugh and enjoy the show so much they don't see it the girl is basically saying i don't have time to build black men like she don't have it yeah and so what we supposed to build ourselves yeah even though yeah we're men. i mean we're men at the end of the day yeah we're gonna do yes. our part but we do, but you do aspire need to, system. yes, to have a black queen to, you know, when we're feeling down, push us back up. Of course. So it's like. And we need she, that from y'all too. So she, it, but what she came out her mouth was like, she don't got time to do none of that shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. Nah, oh, and nah, that's nah. why I couldn't Keep subscribe this. to the, that clip. Because I was Keep like, nah, shit. like this is, this is not And I, I never feel. watched the show. We don't care about it. That's the first thing I seen out the show. Yeah. I've never and seen that's it. that's crazy. And I was like, oh, nah, they're bugging. Yeah. And like I said. Women, black women on Twitter was like, oh, yeah, all you care about is what white people think, and and you care too much about white people. I'm like, Well, I'm sorry that that 
was the narrative. But that's every that day. You know that. <laughs> that mm-hmm. I know. It's always coming for me about something else. And yeah. I'm like, and at the end of it, I'm like, it's crazy how I'm getting attacked for trying to protect black mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. and their imagery. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's only so many characters you could go through. Even though they bumped it to 180, you still can't express yourself completely. And people want, they want the most perfect answer in that 180 when you respond to them too. Yeah. They want all in that and it's impossible. Yeah. But now if you, if you extend it and you thread it, now you look crazy. Yeah. Now you look like you, you really care. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck all y'all. Suck my dick. Oh my goodness. But yeah, um... Going back to like the Easter Ray thing and then um, okay, my yeah. problematic tweet. Um, so I was, I had to go on fucking private because I was getting so many people in my mentions like, oh, oh my fucking God, are we still on this? Wow, that's crazy. And mind <laughs> you, I knew what I was doing. Yes. I was pandering, of course. But the what I was looking for was for any black man to just completely stop me in my tracks and be like, you know what? No, that's not the case. I love black women and we're here to support you. But I had someone quote, this is where I had an issue. I had someone quote tweet and tell me 89% of black men marry black women. What's the problem? But y'all don't see this though, but I'm sleep though, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But my thing is though, you can spew the data at me all you want, but where are y'all on the front lines? And I know that y'all in this room are not like that. I know and love some precious black men who have who don't subscribe to that mentality. But there are way more men out there who don't think like y'all. And especially in the case of, oh, black men. Like, I, like my cousin, he is 17 or 18 years old. He's come up to me and told me, oh, I don't want a black girl because she's aggressive and she's crazy and she's ratchet. And I'll say to him, and he'll say, oh, but I, I like Latina women only. And I'll say, oh, but you know, they... They can have a hot temper. They're spicy. Oh, yeah, but that's sexy about them. Why is it that there can be similar characteristics, similar traits from two different women? One is a black woman and one is Latina. And it's unacceptable for a black woman. And But it's completely acceptable for, except, uh, acceptable for a Latina woman to be that way. And then at that point, they're fetishized by black men. Um, and then I know that there's this issue with the whole, oh, you know, why do black men like light-skinned women or... Hispanic women, whatever the case may be. And it comes off as if like we're upset about preferences, but it's because there are black men out there who will tear down one kind of woman to uplift the other. You know what I mean? So No, only because it only seems like that because a lot of times if uh all right, I'll tell you, I've had a Spanish girlfriend before. Mm-hmm. And when I had my Spanish girlfriend, she lived in um, Coney Island. And I used to go out there and see her. And I'll never forget one time I went there and I was walking past three black girls. I walked past him the first time because I was lost. She came out. She found me. So then we was walking back again. So now when I walked past him, I got upstairs. And my girlfriend was like, yo, why is there gum on the back of your jacket? One of the girls did that. Mm. They put gum on the back of my jacket. For what? Because they were mad that I was mm-hmm. dating a Spanish girl. That's mad crazy. Like, you love who you love. Love is love. Mm-hmm. So even with the, the Issa Rae shit, she's... Welcome to love whoever she wants to love. I was just, me, I would have pandered her my damn self. I'm like, so you married? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you got your Asian king? <laughs> What's going on with that? Like, I, I would have asked her. Yeah. If she says that's the best and they're more compatible, I'm like, so where's yours? But I don't even think she was trying to say that they're more compatible. She was trying to say that they're the two undesirable no. people in our society. And because there there is that undesirability, they should just mate. Because but, but black men ain't looking at them. Asian women ain't looking at them. So why continue to, like, you know, 
not advance with your life. Like you're over here being a single black educated woman. This man, this Asian man might be single, educated, doing whatever, owning his business, but they refuse to come together because they're both seeking partners within their, their um, ethnic groups. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but I don't believe black women are at the bottom. Never. Even, no, I don't either. I never did. Like I don't even, either. Even when they go out, all of the white dudes look at yeah but then then in some cases sometimes we're fetishized in that case yeah but i mean no i don't think black men black women are at the bottom of the barrel Mm. i mean i personally am not attracted to asian men Mm -hmm. i have a good black man by Mm -hmm. my side like i don't that's not what i want i'm i love black men i want to have black children yeah like i don't subscribe to that that idea but if there is a preference in place from someone we shouldn't be shutting them down and canceling them for that and i think what happened today on the timeline is people took it out of context they didn't read the chapter they just saw um, Issa Rae says we should date Asian men I don't want to do that sis you're cancelled but y'all all all know y'all will be watching Insecure in July so let's cut it out (laughs) the same thing with Kanye they're gonna be listening to gonna be listening to the album it is what it is yeah so yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah like I don't I don't I try not to knock anybody for who they love like if I'll never forget I even had it, it wasn't even like white and black or Asian and black stuff. It was like back in the day, you know, when you're young and your boy come through with a girl and she looks like a bag of bricks. You're like, damn, why? Mm. Why? And it's not your business. Mm-hmm. Why? Like she makes him happy. Mm-hmm. She, Absolutely. She, she is what does it for him. It's not that she's the baddest bitch in the world, but in his mind, she is the queen. Like, mm-hmm. That's it. And that's all that matters. So whether it's white, black, Asian latino whatever the fuck if that person makes you happy that's who you need to be with and if anybody has an issue with it they're they're not getting enough love in their lives Mm -hmm. because when you're happy you ain't worried about nobody else happiness you're like oh god bless hope y'all have the best of times like but when you single and you mad bitter and you you just worried about everybody else but your own that's how you're gonna stay yeah stay just like that I have a question. So how do you check your friends for them being wrong? Um, I was talking to my boyfriend earlier about this and how I was saying when it like back to like the preference thing. Um, what do you do when you, someone in your group of friends is like being rude or disrespectful? Like say there's like a, a fat girl on the street and they're making fun of her, whatever the case may be. Are you standing up for that person and being like, yo, that's not cool. Like, don't do that. That's disrespectful. Or are you just kind of laughing and snickering and keeping it and pushing it to the side? I don't keep it all the way 100 with you. Listen, <laughs> funny is funny. Okay. Funny is funny. Even dark jokes, like comedians say, funny is funny. But then it's like there's overboard. When you start going overboard, then I'll be like, come on, son, relax. Do you check your friends for overboard? Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm going to tell you, like, relax. Like you gotta chill. Like she, she, she don't know what she's doing. Maybe she wants to be like that. You don't know. Maybe she's happy like that. Like she wants to be the next blubber. Like let her, let her. Live. All right. I'm not, see? <laughs> All right. But that's how I, I deescalate. That's how I deescalate it because the niggas, <laughs> niggas don't understand. They don't understand. If you come to them like mom and dad, then they're not gonna listen to you. Okay. But if you just like sprinkle in a little bit of your own so just salt bait, they're gonna be like, I, right, I, I am a chill. Okay. So what do you say then? Like, what do you specifically I say? I just told you. I'd, I'd cut a little bit, ask myself, and then, like, end it. Like, my joke would be the last one. Okay. Because if they if they feel like they still need to keep going, they're not going to stop. Okay. 
You got it. I'm just saying. I'm just thinking like somebody got to cancel this this enabler culture. Yeah. Because there are too many people out here who are getting thrown under the bus and either you're just putting crying emojis on Twitter or you're staying silent. And that's why I said about the 89 percenters like, yeah, y'all marry us, but where are y'all when it comes to supporting us and making sure that we are not being dragged on the timeline publicly without someone coming to our rescue and be like, yo, that's not cool. Like, don't do that. Don't say that. Like, don't come at her like that. Whatever. I don't, I, me personally, maybe it's the people that I follow. Maybe I need to follow new people, Mm -hmm. but I don't see people doing that. Listen, from a man who gets bashed all the time, (laughs) I already know what time it is because I will have views that are completely left from what the timeline is already like raving about. And I'm like, y'all niggas sound dumb. Mm -hmm. But if you say, the 99 percentile sounds dumb what do you think is gonna happen mm-hmm. they're just gonna start coming for you i didn't say it was dumb no no i'm no i'm saying in oh. general if you say that they're dumb like if you say oh y'all niggas stupid y'all wilding they're all just gonna focus on you now like yeah. oh what you mean but that's but the thing me, too go ahead, go ahead for me i always encourage all people who come at me or have something to say to me please just do it offline not that i'm gonna beat you up mm-hmm. i welcome you to come to my show come to cups of combos Bring that same energy, and then we're going to. I'm going to belittle you on camera now. So now (laughs) you cannot take your words back because you could delete tweets. Yeah, you could change up. You could do whatever you want online. But when I have you on camera and you saying the things you say out loud, like I've gone back and forth with people online. I said, listen, please pause. Say what you said in that tweet out loud, verbatim. Let your brain and your ears hear what you just said. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times you could type things and it makes sense to you. But once you say it out loud, you're like, damn, I sound stupid. Mm-hmm. I need people to do that. Because the more you type, like sometimes you're not going to like even understand it yourself. You're just talking. You're typing mad quick. So I always encourage all of them to come through. And the last time I told a girl that, she didn't even respond. Like, because it may, I'm pretty sure she sat there and said it out loud. And mm-hmm. then she understood what I was trying to say. She didn't even reply. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, you got to just calm down. Mm-hmm. Mm. What's the craziest thing that you've been attacked for online that you can remember? Yeah, I, don't, I can't even remember. There's been so many things. Mm. I've been ridiculed for years. So man. how do you keep a tough skin then? I know it, it eventually has to get to you. No. But there's some things that people say that really get under your skin. Even if it does, what am I do? What am I do? I'm going to Still, like that's no way to live. It's the internet. You signed up for it. Once you tap, you know, terms and agreements, that's what you signed <laughs> up for. It, Twitter probably didn't have it in, but you know. Black Twitter was right there when you said, yeah, sign that nigga, click that box. I'm done. Like, they was, they was <laughs> waiting for you. The internet is the internet. Once you put yourself out there, you got to accept what comes back. So how do you feel about cyberbullying then? Tyler Creator had the greatest tweet ever. I'm a, I should, no, I'm going to look it up now. <laughs> yeah, You don't know it? it comes, oh my God, nope, cyberbullying. Like, he, when he wrote that tweet, I resonated with it because... It made sense. Like, I don't believe you should be online bullying people. Oh, there's no service on here? Wait, I have Wi-Fi. Oh, you didn't even give me the Wi-Fi. I'm sorry. I what forgot. What kind of host are you? I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> Tyler, the creator. Yeah, cyberbullying. Cyber yeah, look it up. Have you ever been cyber? Well, I- you get cyberbullied every day. Never yeah, mind. Kind of. They try. And it's crazy because they always, like, they'll come at me. They'll probably say, they, 
and be like, oh, you sound like a, a angry short nigga. For some reason, everybody think I'm Why short. Why did they? <laughs> everybody think. Why did they think? Maybe because you've told people before you're like 5'4". No, no. no, now, like like the last two years or so, like I always tell them when they ask me how tall I am, I'll be like, yo, I'm 5'2". I'm 5'1". I'm like I've had a girl DM me one time. She was like, yo, like, what's up? Da, da, da. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Da, da. And I was like, yo, how tall are you? And she was like, oh, I'm 5'8". I'm 5'1". I'm no response. Damn. No response. <laughs> but that shit is funny to a me. A real life troll. Yeah, I but can't. that's that's funny to me because it's like, yo, how you gonna just sit there and just cancel people? See, cancel culture. Yeah. You wanna cancel a motherfucker because he's short? You don't know what I got to bring. I could have been a whole billionaire because I've actually like tweeted millionaires off of Twitter and they had like they look like spam. Mm-hmm. Following two hundred people, got twenty followers. Nigga, a whole millionaire. They just don't know how to use Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I literally, like, I remember one time this dude, he was, like, raving with me about my tweets. He's like, yo, I love your tweets, bro. Da-da. And I'm like, yo, thank you, man. Thank you. And then I was asking him what he do, like, because he was showing me love. So, like, I'm conversing with the man. Mm-hmm. And I find out this nigga's a whole millionaire. I'm like, yo, bro, <laughs> yo, send me something. Like, what's good? But that's another thing. But, yeah, back to this Tyler Creator tweet. It said, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> How the fuck is cyberbullying real? Ha ha ha! Nigga, just walk away from the screen like a nigga. He said, "He said, nigga, just walk away from the screen. Walk away from the screen like nigga. Close your eyes. Ha 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 ha! I'm, I'm like, done. And let shit look like it has like three hundred thousand retweets. Oh my god! That tweet was the one of the realest shits I ever seen on Twitter. Like, yo, if no, for real, if somebody's busting my ass with my tweets. Click, turn it off, close app, like go away. You can come back tomorrow and then like scroll past them and live your best life. I but, mean, I guess, but if you have someone who is telling that telling you that you're worthless, that you're ugly and you're fat, it gets to you. Maybe it's not necessarily the like you watching the screen, but it's the after effects of the but, comments. That's right. that is a, a um derivative of the cyber. Some people some people are really nasty and go looking for people to cut their eyes. Yeah. But there's some people who are like on Twitter being mean and then they get called out. Yeah. So they'll sit there and say, oh, I don't even think Beyonce is that pretty or or somebody's like this, that, and the third. And yeah, then the beehive get on them. Like, fuck out of you, fat, ugly. <laughs> like, they, they vicious. Yeah, they wilding. Uh-huh. But sometimes they bring it on themselves. But I'm not, I'm not going to say, oh, everybody people deserve to be bullied it's just like yo like i said once you get on the internet that's it once you put yourself out there like you put pictures of you half naked and you got like 17 rolls like eventually somebody gonna see it who ain't right and mm-hmm. they gonna cut your ass mm-hmm. but you need to love yourself you need to love every crevice in each role you need to be proud of it because once you accept it how can somebody cut your ass it's the same way with, with Eminem when he used to rap. He used to rap all his bullshit. Mm-hmm. When you rap all your bullshit, how you're like going through it. And this, who can use your shit against you? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. Same thing. You need to love yourself. Always love yourself no matter what. Yes. No matter what anybody tell you, love yourself. Absolutely. What's some um, advice you would give your 18-year-old self? 18-year-old self? Mm-hmm. Stop spending so much fucking money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I spent way too much money at 18. I wasn't I wasn't really having mad sex. I was more focused on um basketball and um Super Smash Brothers Melee. It was my life. 
I used you to were play. playing ball for high school, college, or you were just like leisure. Like, yeah, I love ball. You're like, a ball I, is life type. Yeah, of thing. I was a ball life is type of dude because I found basketball late in life. I actually found basketball in high school mm-hmm. before I was a soccer player, mm. and um, then I found basketball and I was like really good at it. I was really, I was good, but I was too um, conceited, mm-hmm. and that's another thing I told myself. Like I should have, should have focused more on like team effort than like being the LeBron on the court, like, I always want to take the last shot in three seconds, all types of weird shit. Even if I'd make it, it's still, like, I didn't believe with playing with bums. Like, if you're not good, I don't want to play with you. <laughs> like, everybody wants the nicest people on their team. Yeah, but, <laughs> like, I wish I played ball, like, for my school. Like, uh-huh. I really didn't play. I didn't play JV or ju- like, or varsity because they used to beg me to be on the team, and I said, no, y'all whack. <laughs> I was like, no. But I should have, like, yeah, so back then I just wish, like, I was more humble, spent way less money. You know what I mean? That's about it. Are you where you are? Bleh, let me rephrase that. Rephrase that. Where you are today, is this where you saw yourself at 18? Nah. Where did you see yourself when you were 18 years old? At, well, you don't even know my age. I know how old you no. are, but I know <laughs> if you wanted to expose it. Nah, you can find that out if you want to find okay. out. Okay. <laughs> at your age now. <laughs> I I didn't even think I would ever be my age now. When you eight, when you like, you don't think you would ever. All right, when I was younger, sounds real morbid. Yeah, the I was in the hood. (laughs) I was in the hood. Like, yo, these streets y'all got now are super safe. You know, back in the day, when the iPhone came out, if you had an iPhone, you were a target. Like, literally, if you had an iPhone, yo, you could not take that out on the street. You just need to stay in your bag. And if you took it out, it needs to be quick. Mm. <laughs> Switch. Because if somebody see you with an iPhone, you were getting rocked. And you Female or women. Brooklyn. Yes, Brooklyn. Back in the day where there was real, it wasn't just Crips and Bloods. It was YG. There was Outlaw. Like, there was all these motherfuckers running around. Grown-ass men, too. Their OGs were men. They used to like even I remember my my young bulls they used to go to um my eleven, and I used to have to walk up to the school to make sure they don't get kidnapped, cause mm. outlaw used to run up to um my eleven grab niggas into a van, run their pockets and then drop them off somewhere random, like so they take their metric card their money their ID oh all that God. shit phone and just drop them off. And you gotta find your way home. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's happened to you before. Hell fucking no. Oh. What? How did you avoid that then? Because I the way I walk, I'm I know you either you back in the day either you were a victim or you was out there just like handling your shit. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Cuz at one point I even came up with my own cuz I didn't believe in joining gangs cuz so you met you made your own gang. Yeah. What was your gang called? It was called Little Soldiers. I'm done. Yeah, cuz I was the tallest one. <laughs> so I had all my little soldiers. Yeah, so it's LS and um LS still um, alive and well today? No, nah, no, nah, we don't practice no shit like that. Man. Oh, okay, but I don't, I don't believe in that. But back in the day, the, the, that whole gang shit was crazy. I was in high school, and my my boy joined Crip, and he came to school all beat up one day. I'm like, why? He's like, yeah, you gotta jump you in, you know what I mean? Make sure you. I'm like, son, you try to jump me, I'm fucking all y'all. I mean, even though I'm gonna try my best, but yo, that's crazy. I'm not gonna. Like, put myself forward to get beat up by eight niggas. Mm-hmm. Eight grown niggas. Mm-hmm. Not even niggas my age. Like, niggas really beat you up, kicking you in your face. You know what I mean? You could lose a tooth. That's not worth it. Mm-hmm. That's not worth it. You get a 
no, no, I'm good. So they used to do that, and then I found out they had to pay ties, like dues. So they was paying. You had to pay. Yes, this ain't a fraternity. It's just like the fraternity. It's <laughs> it's even worse because the fraternity, I believe, is one payment. No, is it's it, oh wait, yes, it's one payment it's like yearly. One. Okay, yearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was worse when you like a crip or blood. You had to. It was like weekly oh, because you had to you pay had for. Yeah, you had to pay for the OG to live. Like he needed his rent paid. He needed Damn. like his utility. So you got to go and put in work. Quotations put in work. So you got to go out, bring money to the pot. The pot feeds the OG, and the OG makes sure y'all good. Mm. I'm good. That's 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 ridiculous. So. Another time he came through, beat up again. I said, what happened this time? He's like, you know what I mean? I ain't put enough work this week, so they mm. beat me up to give me incentive. No, thank you. <laughs> I want to get my money and keep it in my pocket. I know OG pocket. Mm-hmm. I know niggas who got OG, so they, they can do that. They could call on them for me. But mm-hmm. I'm straight. The whole gang shit, like I said, Brooklyn. Brooklyn back in the day was super dangerous. Like either you once you walk like a victim when people see you a victim they will come for you mm. come for you all crazy so they got it good now everybody got it so good now you can walk around with your dre beats your iphone your whole ipad out you're straight you ain't gotta worry about nothing there's still some some strikers out there that will come for your soul but it ain't like back in the day. Hmm. So what's some advice you would give to me, you coming as a old Brooklyn head to me as a new Brooklyn head? Well, you don't need to walk the street. I'll take an Uber everywhere. That's so expensive. It is, but you don't get harassed. <laughs> you know how it is walking the street getting harassed. I know. It's just it's just ridiculous. Dudes don't got no respect. Everybody feel like even even when I was in the city... I was doing my um show, like improv, with people randomly walking the street. These two dudes, they was right next to us, and they couldn't get women to stop and speak to them for the life of them. Mm. And every time they'd walk, yeah, fucking fat ass, ugh, fuck out of here, you ugly anyway. But every time we speak to them, they stop. Mm-hmm. So at one point, my um my cameraman started getting tight. He's like, yo, they just standing here because you know we keep stopping all the good looking girls and they want to try to get them after us. And I'm like, yo. And they almost got into a fight. Everybody mm. almost got into a fight. But you see, people people just, they just want to get into it. And like I said, you either look like a victim or a victimizer. So when they look at him, it was like, fuck out of here. But when I get in front of him, like, yo, chill. They're like, no, nah, no, nah, my, my shit not with you, bro. It's with him. <laughs> I said, but he's with me, bro. Mm-hmm. And if you hit him, I got to kill you. Mm-hmm. So relax. But they're like, they're like, nah, chill, chill. I just want to talk to him. No, you have to talk to me because I'm not going to sit there and let you hurt him. Yeah. So that's how it goes. Nobody really bothered me. I can't say I never got stopped or niggas try, never tried to rob me. I remember the last time a nigga tried to rob me, it was, um, I think I was 12. I was 12. I was, um, I wore glasses back then. So I looked like really nerdy. Aww. And I was walking. And the thing is, when you're from the hood, you know when it's about to happen. So it's either like you run or you just go straight forward. So I just went straight forward because I knew what time it was. So when they came, it's like eight of them and two bitches. <laughs> they came to me and they was like, yo, run your pockets. I said, why? They said, because we want your money. I said, I ain't got no money. But I already knew I ain't have no money. So I'm like, you ain't going to get shit. I ain't got no bread. Mm-hmm. So I, I like, I was like, yo, I'm dead ass. I ain't got no money. So it was like, I'll never forget the girl in the back was like, damn, you ain't got no money. And I was like, nah. <laughs> I said, I got these glasses if you want them. 
I like, because I ain't trying to fight all y'all. They was mad big. I was 12. I could fight back then. I did karate and shit, but I couldn't take them all. Mm-hmm. They was grown. They had mustaches and shit. <laughs> so I was like, yo, I got nobody. So there was nothing for me to take. So I didn't need to run. I didn't need to do nothing. I'm like, yo, once they know you ain't got no money, they just let me go. Mm-hmm. That was it. And that's the only time you've been approached ever? No, no, no. No, I've, no there's been plenty of times. Oh. T- I remember one time, like, this is when I really started playing ball. And I started, I used to visit neighborhood parks, like, that I didn't live in, like, and play people one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So I try to beat the nicest person in the park every time one-on-one. So I beat the nicest person in the park one time. And this dude was like, nah, play me. Play me. So I play him. I bust his ass. So nigga talking about, you, you think you, you nice? Now, he's old. Like, I'm, what, 14, 15 now? This guy had to be 19, 20. Mm-hmm. And he was about to beat me up because I beat him in ball, yo. I was super scared because this nigga was mad brolic. I'm mad young. I was, like, I was just scared. And right before, like, he was about to deadass pounce me out, this tall-ass nigga came out of nowhere. He's like, yo, what you doing? So I seen this nigga bust your ass. You really going to go at him for busting your ass? <laughs> da, da, da. And I'm I'm terrified. Mm-hmm. I'm behind this nigga shivering, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. And the nigga was like, nah, big homie, big homie, like oh the same shit that happened in my hand. It was the same thing. Yeah. And he was just like, he's like, yo, don't ever let a nigga press you for being yourself. And this out there, I'm like, uh, yo. <laughs> I was like, alright. But he taught me a lesson too. So when I got older, I'm like, if I'm myself and you don't like me, fuck you. It don't make no sense because a lot of times I don't come at nobody for no reason. Mm-hmm. If you ask me something, I'm gonna answer what you asked me. And if you are wrong or you're completely out of order, I'm gonna let you know about yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You gotta deal with me. Okay, I hear you. Yeah. So wrapping this up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, I know that you've been having events for Cups and Convos. Yeah. So, what's coming up with that? Well, we're trying to throw another one next month. Um, I was trying to see if we could do it for the 18th. Because originally, I wanted to do it for the 19th. But Duce Palooza is 19th. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, all right. Um, maybe for the 18th. But, um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to branch Cups and Convos. Because I feel like it's more than just a show. Mm-hmm. I feel like the name is... I want the name to be a household name. So, it's like... All right, boom. Yo, there's the Cubs and Combos. You know, you can watch it. Or, yo, you know, they throw networking events and game nights and mixes. Or when? Once every month. Mm-hmm. You can pull up. You can meet people that you thought you'd never meet. Like, a lot of times, dudes be fiending to be on the show because they see the caliber of women. But then when they come and meet those women or those men that's there, they're all doing they're something. They're scared. What? I was going to say, they're scared. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, they're, they're not, not scared. scared? They're not scared because they, they're all under, like, the influence. Oh, okay. They have some alcohol. What do you mean they're all doing something? No, I mean, like, they're all doing something within their rights. So, someone's a model, someone's an actor. Oh, someone's, okay, okay. Someone's, they own this business, they're doing this. Like, like, it's crazy. So, everybody meet people or videographers or photographers or whatever, and they come together and they're like, oh, you do this? Oh, I do this too? Maybe we could collab. So... Once I used to, like, you know, venture in the back and see, like, everybody just sitting there mingling, I'm like, yeah, I could do this Mm -hmm. as a mixer. Like, people come through, a lot of dudes, especially dudes who can be cool on camera or in front of niggas, but, you know, they can't walk up in the street and talk to this girl that's been on the show. But she's kicking in the backstage, and you can be like, hey, how you doing? What's Mm -hmm. your name? And just pop it off like that. So I bring it to the mixer where I have, like, you know, games here and there where, you know, Icebreakers. Mm-hmm. Now, Uno is a great icebreaker because motherfuckers be yelling. 
They be screaming. I they don't suck know, at Uno. Nobody want to draw two or four. So yeah. it's like. You see I, that they have dose now? No. Dose? Yeah. There's Uno and then there's a secondary game, Dose. What's Dose about? I have no idea. I suck at Uno, so <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> okay, okay. But I've seen people playing Dose now. Mm-hmm. And they must have just released it this year. Nah, I just I just leveled up to the big the big Uno cards. Oh. Yo, that shit is a workout. Uh-huh. Like, for real, for real. Like, shuffling them shits is no joke. <laughs> but it's cool. Everybody was having a good time. You know what I mean? That we, have a, we had our second event on Saturday. And it had, like, like, about 70 people there. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because how we was doing it, I'm not just, like, you know, putting the address out and seeing who comes, who comes. I wanted everybody who comes to the convos, Cups and Combos event to want to be there. Mm-hmm. I want you to want to support and want to, like, just network and stuff. So everyone had to reach out to us. And For the great, address. Yeah, it was a great turnout. So That's perfect. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, that's just the plan. So when's the next episode recording? Because I know we've been trying to coordinate for me to come on for months. Yeah. And every time we have it, I'm like away or busy. Mm-hmm. The so when's the next episode? The next episode recording should be the 12th. Okay. It should be. We're trying to plan around the 12th. So if you can make it to that, you let me know. Okay. But, yeah. I might be able to. What time do you do it? It's usually from 4. It starts at 4 p.m. Okay. And then it goes on through the day. We'll talk offline. Okay, that's no problem. <laughs> so, the question I always ask um, all of my guests before we end the show is, do you wear a bonnet or a do-rag to bed? Obviously, I can see you where everybody else can't. Yeah. So, I mean, I what's wear... your preference? And do you wear it every night? Or nah, I mean, is it for I aesthetic? Used to, I used to. I used to wear it every night, but then, like... I stopped caring about my ways. And Why? Stuff. You gotta protect them edges. I guess, but you know, once you get a beard, they don't care about waves. Once you get big, you said. once you get a beard. Oh, a beard. They don't care about waves. Oh, so it's fuck the waves when you have a beard. Yeah, so a it's beard. either you get uh, waves or a beard, no, or you could, you could have both, and then you know, what I mean, you gotta deal with the consequences because now, <laughs> now women want to touch your hair and your face, and you, it's a lot of work. Yeah, you know, but um, I mean, I still got a little, little couple. Ripples up there, they never really go away. <laughs> you throw a do rag on one time, they back. But yeah, I wear do rag. You know what I mean? And if I'm feeling froggy when we having sex, I will put a bonnet on too. I'm fucking done. Let's, let's do it. Cape out or tucked in? Nah, cape out right now. Why? Me. It's cold outside. Looks <laughs> like a neck sweater. Hell yeah. <laughs> fucking brick. What? Exposing my neck for what? I got a whole cape right here. Put that shit right on. You need to get the long shit so you can make it a scarf. Oh, imagine, imagine they had a do rag scarf. So I seen a super do rag one time on mm. Twitter. This, yeah, the guy shit. with the brown yeah. one with the cape. Yeah, he was wilded. That was a custom made one. I've never seen that. I have never stores. seen that shit. That shit was crazy. <laughs> I can imagine the head tie part. He probably wrapped around his head like a right, turban like sixty times. Yeah, like that was ridiculous. <laughs> she was right. his body length. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Jeff, for coming on the show. It was cool chopping it up with you, as no, always. No problem. And y'all can look out for more collab stuff with us soon, but we'll keep that under wraps. But yeah, um, is there anything else you want to say to the people before we head out? Yeah, man. Love yourself. Don't let nobody tell you you ain't great. You're the best. Oh, I love that. Until next time, y'all. Stay tuned. <laughs>